We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The part of it that doesn't surprise me is knowing his makeup. Like, I watched him grow in high school from a good player to a great player to a dominant player. And then he did the same thing in college. You know, it was, he starts at a certain spot, and each year he makes a quantum leap. And then all of a sudden you look back and you say, wow. You know, like, and you can take it for granted because you don't realize it's incremental. And then you see, okay, this guy's doing this every night. And, and then it's impacting the team in a really positive way. He really cares about his teammates and cares about winning. And he's a team first guy. So I'm not surprised knowing who he is and his makeup. Uh, he's never satisfied. He always wants to do better. He wants the team to do better. And so and I think that type of leadership is the best leadership you could have. And he's not one of those guys that's running around pounding his chest telling you, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, or we got to do this, we got to do He just shows you. He comes in, he's serious about practice, he's serious about preparation. Everything he does is it just tells you team and it tells you winning. And that's the best leadership you could have. Matt Smith, what a fun game. So glad we finally beat those losers. Oh my God. <laughs> two, I would die for Josh Hart. Me too. Me too. He has my heart. That's for sure. On, uh, as we're an hour away from Valentine's Day. Three, do you think the front office would consider an RJ shutdown? My Lord, what are we talking about? An RJ shutdown. We absolutely cannot afford his value to plummet. Shut him down what? For what? What are you going to put on the injury report? Out dash stinks? Come on. No. They're going to let him work through his issues. Um, this from Steph Bondi. Jalen Brunson said he'd accept an invitation to be an all-stars and injury replacement if Jalen Brown is unavailable. That's not an honor I could pass up, Brunson said. Added that he's hoping for Brown's health first. What a fucking classy guy. Stay classy, Jalen Brunson. Sorry about your Eagles. Um, no, we're not sorry about his Eagles. We're happy. I'm sorry about his Eagles. No, I'm, I'm, I hope it motivated him to play the way he did tonight. Okay. Meanwhile, we could laugh at the city of Philadelphia while we're at it. Okay. I got back I really to back to back run. Why not? Why not? It's because you only watch basketball and your team has never had a real rivalry. No, because, because I was, 
Well, actually, I was about to say, because I was a Steelers fan when I watched football, mm-hmm. which I don't anymore. Um, they, same state, but like that wasn't a real rivalry. Right. Because like, it's basically New York Buffalo. Like they're, they're on the opposite sides of their state. I think it's a for diehard Steelers fans. I, if there's any watching, feel free to chime in in the chat. I think that's a I think that's a rivalry for a lot of Steelers fans. It wasn't really for me. Jets Giants is barely a rivalry. They don't play. They play each other every four years. All right. Anyway, um, the Phillies. When I was like, you know, supporting my wife and her Mets fandom, mm-hmm. kind of stunk. Yes, and then, and we're then what at them. sport? And what sport am I forgetting? Oh, I'm not a hockey fan, so. I don't really care about the Flyers. Okay. So I'm laughing at the Phillies who just lost the World Series. I'm laughing at the Union, apparently a soccer team that lost their championship thing because I was the, oh, sorry. Hold on. Wait, the Union? Yes. The Philadelphia Union are apparently a football club that also lost in the runner up fashion. When I threw out my you can't spell Philly without back to back L's tweet last night. I kept getting in my mentions other than my first ever death threat on Twitter. Um, I Yes. Shout out Philly for letting their emotions out. Um, I got a ton of actually it's three because soccer. And I, I just was like, you know what? I'll take your word for it. Fine. Whatever additional reasons I get to laugh at Philly. That's great. Yes. There's a, there's a major sports team called the union. Yeah. John, there was a major sports team called the football team last year. I re- that I know. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm out of the loop. I'm not that out of the loop. Um, I'll give you an advanced stats update, by the way. Yay! Giddy up! <laughs> so, by the way, out stinks is my favorite joke you may have ever told. <laughs> what? When you were like, what do you put on the injury report with RJ being <laughs> shut down? Out stinks. <laughs> you know, it was, I forget who put the fake injury report for LeBron, where it was maybe it's me out, maybe it's me with tonight's game because of the tweet that he said the other day. Um, okay, the New York Knicks through by the way, 59 games. This was game 59. My apologies for getting that wrong. Um, but the Knicks are now, yeah, no, but no, you weren't after the all star or going into the all star break, they'll have 20. 20- Two left, right? Yeah, 22 left. Yeah. I had said this was game 58 because I wasn't able to get someone from Utah. So on my files, I put game 58, but I missed the next game. Anyway, this is game 59. Um, The Knicks are 32 and 27. Uh, As John mentioned, a half game back behind the Miami Heat and very close to the Brooklyn Nets for the five and six seeds. They are sixth in offensive rating now, according to NBA stats.com or NBA.com slash stats, uh, 115.6 points per 100 possessions, which is a smidge better than the Philadelphia 76ers on defense. Hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait. Go go ahead. Time out. We're. So we're 59 games into the season. Mm-hmm. And the New York Knicks have a better offensive rating than the team with Joel Embiid and James Harden. Yep. Sam on clean the glass, too. In fact, they're better than Dallas and Cleveland. And, and Tyrese and Philadelphia. And Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris and mm-hmm. some pretty good shooters in the whole. Th- okay. Yep. Imagine what they'd be if they had a good coach. Uh, they got some great. Players playing really well too, John. <laughs> Shout out Jalen Brunson for, for a lot of this. Yes. Um, on defense, they are down to 19, Tom Thibodeau's specialty. So if they had a good defensive coach, maybe they'd have a better defense too. There you go. Um, and then in net rating, 
they are top 10. So they're number 10 specifically at 1.7. And if you go to cleaning the glass, which eliminates tonight's garbage time, um, the Knicks are ninth. So they're at 1.9, which is right behind Brooklyn, who is at two in their net rating. So you missed the most important advanced stat. What? Cam Reddish had a rebound in the first half tonight. Uh, you, you're 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 feeling froggy right now. Okay. <laughs> I how meaningful uh, was that rebound? <laughs> of all the, it was the most meaningful rebound in the history of rebounds. Hold on, what? It, I guess we're doing this now. Hold no, on. we're not. I'll move on to the. You brought it up. You brought it up. Oh, he didn't start. Oh, he did start. Ooh, okay. We don't. I don't want to pile on. 0 of 5 and 0 of 3 from 3 for Cam Reddish in 9 minutes. Why, 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 why are you going to always harp on the negative, Andrew? Uh, you're right. He got the, he's a, only a minus 6. Plenty of, plenty of time to turn that around. My Jesus. bad. It's my fault. My fault. Penalty why box. do I always Three have minutes. to be the, the positive one on this podcast? Yeah, you're right. By the way, um, did, did, are you, re- when you said warning, for Biggie, your favorite Biggie song in the last three minutes with what's happened in Memphis with the, with, with the whole thing with Ja, you basically, isn't the last like two minutes that skit what happened with the Pacers bus? Well, hold up. I hear somebody coming. And then you get the, it's not a two minutes. It's like 15 seconds at the end of the song or 20 seconds at the end of the song. Mine is a tie between notorious thugs and party and bullshit, by the way. Oh, notorious thugs. Mm-hmm. I was such. You want to talk about Bone Thugs and Harmony? Mm-hmm. I was, I, Same. Yeah. I also, this this is not going to matter to you at all, but Notorious Thugs, that biggie verse shows up in the Fast 10 trailer and it spoke to my heart. So Fast and Furious 10s. You suddenly yes, I, you just I, I hear, understand. you hear throughout the second half of that four minute trailer. Uh, Biggie going armed and dangerous. Can't too many can bang with us. I'll 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 take note. Label us notorious. Yes, we've really developed. <laughs> he's here. a mechanic and he's going backwards out of a plane onto a highway. I hope they make ten more on accident, John. I don't get. See this. This really is the difference between you and me. And not to harp on you hating fun. I was about to say they should do halftime entertainment. In the middle of Fast 10. No, they should make Fast 10 the halftime entertainment, that kind of entertainment in between timeouts. We we figured it out on the pods and on the playback tonight. You literally want timeouts to be a timeout. Like, go stand in the corner. We're in timeout during the no basketball. You literally want to give the fans a timeout anytime they take a timeout. Study time. How can you use this time productively? (laughs) Yeah, like, entertain yourselves. All right, let's keep anyway. it going. This was good. That was a fun little diatribe. Keith, what's going on, Keith? How you doing? I was hyped for heart, but this is even better than I could have imagined. Brunson is an all-star. I don't give a fuck what the NBA says. I'd comment on RJ, but that's too depressing. So let's end on a happy note. Shouts to you, Macri, and let's go New York Knicks. Thank you really very much, Keith. I appreciate that. Um, Brunson, like... We're... <laughs> What you know what would be funny is if he doesn't make the all-star team and this keeps going. Not 40 points a night keeps going, but like, you know, he's been averaging whatever it is, 30 points a game for I think over a month now. Uh Andrew, if you want to double check like uh how long it's been that he's he's his average is over 30 points. Like, is how insane is it for to imagine that he averages, I don't know, 
27 a game for the rest of the year. 27, 28. I mean, the dude's hitting like now the threes are just falling, which is the weakest part of his game coming into this year. And he's just completely turned it around. Shout out again, Benji Ridholtz for spotlighting this before the year and staying on it throughout the year as a, as a necessary component to, to Brunson's game. Does he be, does he like get into all NBA com, like consideration after like having not made the all-star team? How wild would that be? And again, I'm not putting anything off the table at this point with this player and what he's able to do. Thanks, Keith. Rob Delusma. What's going on, Rob? What's up, JM and our man, Andrew? Pretty sure it's been said, but can you remember the last time a new player won over New York as fast as Josh Hart? Won over New York as fast as Josh Hart. Um, in this way, in this specific way, so somebody, and I, I would bad job by me. I should have brought it up the other night. A couple of people today on Twitter reminded me that when J.R. Smith came here, didn't take long for fans to really like J.R. Smith. That said, I don't think we got the full J.R. until the 12-13 season. I think the 11-12 season was more of an appetizer. And that was also the um, insanity season, which is the first name that came to my mind when you were like, the last time a new player won over New York as fast as Josh Hart. I mean, but again, insanity was like a literal, like a fairy tale. Um, they're, they're making, they made a documentary about it 10 years after the fact. That's how important it was. So I think that's an unfair standard. As far as like normal, normal players, how fast they won over New York. Um, man. I don't. Unfortunately. I'm. I'm not. I don't remember when like Mace first got here. Or for that matter, like Oakley, Starks or any of those guys. Like I remember when Canby first got here. I remember when Sprewell first got here. I remember when Houston first got here. Like it took those guys time, especially Canby and and um and Sprewell because they didn't find success right away. And then after that, you have to go to like like T Mac. A few people reminded me Tracy McGrady had a really nice first game here, but that team stunk. And it went downhill from there. G, G, GMAC is reminding me in the chat. Was, wasn't there a Kenyon Martin moment? I don't know if it was this. I remember when Kenyon Martin came here and that was important. I don't know if it was like this. Um, maybe. Uh, I'm thinking. No, I was thinking about Novak. People love Novak almost from like right from the get go. Um, I'm trying to think of maybe it was someone on that 12-13 team because they got off to that start. They got off to whatever it was. Was it 6-0 or 8-0? Whatever. One of those two. So maybe someone on that team. But that was also like it was Melo's team. So Melo was the one really doing the damage. Like was there someone on that? You want to say like Jason Kidd? No. It's been a really long time. It's been a really long time. And and it's just the way he plays. You know, to everybody who is uh, my age, roughly, or older, maybe a little bit younger, and remembers the 90s. I mean, this is like, you know, this fucking guy should come with a, a, a warning label about, you know, if you're, if you're, I said this to our super, ch- the Substack uh, chat, warning label that if your erection lasts longer than four hours, go to the hospital. I mean, Josh Hart is like, serious. It's, it's porn. It's porn for Knicks fans watching this guy. 
Uh, Barry Craver, what's going on, Barry? Before people call for Tibbs to be fired and replaced with Jay Wright, did Leon give Tibbs a vote of confidence by trading for Hart, a Tibbs kind of guy? To me, everything about this trade deadline screamed that they're going to give Tibbs... How do I put this? They're going to give Tibbs a chance to... Like they're gonna, if he's gonna go out, he's gonna go out on his terms, and they're gonna give him the as Bill Parcells once said, they're gonna if they're gonna give him the ingredients he wants to cook with. Now, the caveat with that is Josh Hart, best friend, obviously, or very good friend of Jalen Brunson and his CAA. So it's not, and he's also just like frankly a guy that could play for any coach. Any coach is gonna love Josh Hart. It's not like, yes, he's a Tibbs guy because Tibbs really loves what these sorts of players do, but any coach would love this guy. So, like, it's not like they traded for a guy that if they decide to move on from Tibbs this summer, like Josh Hart's all, all of a sudden going to go to waste. Like, that's not a thing. So, like, yes, it's a vote of confidence in Tibbs, but, like, it's also maybe not. Like, if this if they were really, like, if Tibbs was really calling the shots, Obi wouldn't be here right now. I, I'm not reporting. That is not my, that is my opinion. That is my opinion that I have not heard from anywhere else. That is my opinion. That is my, just what I think. Please don't make so that. Let me, let me get this right. Oh, Obi would not be here. Whatever. Her at JC Macri. NBA. Make sure okay. you, everybody, make sure you just tag me. All According this, to your sources. Exactly. Yes, all the sources. Every <laughs> source is confirmed. Ah, can confirm is how I'll start this. Can confirm. Obi would not. Okay. Full quote. <laughs> oh, God. Anik, I'm mad. What's going on, Anik? I'm sad for RJ. Everyone's, well, everyone wants him gone now. A lot of people do. It's, listen, it's. When, He's not playing well right now. Um, he's not playing right well right now. But at the same time, I'm, I'm gonna. I want to pull up his um, his stats. Maybe Andrew could filibuster for me for a second. Um, he's. It seems like he's like really, 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 really deep in the weeds. But the reality is that it's. I don't think it's as bad as. Um, as maybe we're we're some are making it out to be. I'll just say that. So you filibuster. I went and found Jalen Brunson's stats over the last eleven games. No, I'm talking about RJ. Right, but you had asked me earlier to look up how long he's been out. Oh yeah, sure. Go for game. it. Yeah. So you look up RJ. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson over his last eleven games, twenty nine points per game, ten made field goals a game. That's another thing. He's like the volume is there. As on nineteen shots, it's fifty three point six percent. On five threes a game, it's 47.5%. Uh, 80% from the line. He's he's a positive uh, on-off. Just overall, he's he's been outstanding for the last 11 games. And that's... Sorry, that's... How many points a game is he averaging over the last 29.3. <sighs> yeah. All right. So, RJ, since his finger injury, which, by the way, leading up to the finger injury, let's remember the dude was balling out before yes. the finger injury. Since the finger injury. 36 minutes a game, 44% from the field, little under 34% from three. So those numbers are not great. 
He's getting to the line five times a game, a little bit more than five times a game, 5.3. Shooting free throws, 71.8%. Five rebounds, two and a half assists. Eh. But he's also made some nice passes, have a result in a field goals. We could recognize that. And 20.8 points per game. I, I, I get you could look at the efficiency and be like 21 points a game over those 16 games means nothing. It doesn't mean nothing. Like 21 points a game is still 21 points a game. It could be ugly. It could be his shooting can be detrimental at times, but like let's, 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 you know, take a deep breath. That's all. Well said. I, I am curious how the next couple of weeks go. If the team's able to keep winning, you know, I also, I, I like the second unit the way it is. Like they can stretch leads now, which can be, you know, kind of fun. Did, uh, sorry, I, I said something. I don't know what the hell I was referencing. Probably the RJ thing or something around the RJ thing after the last game. And I'll, I'll just double down on it again. <clears throat> this is where you show your culture as an organization. Are you going to be like this organization has been for most of the last 20 years? And act like a group of high schoolers with like, oh, this guy's the popular one now. Let's go hang out with him. And the old news, fuck that guy. Let's let's all talk behind their back. And no, someone, multiple someones. How about everybody? Every important power player in the organization needs to take the time to go over to RJ Barrett and like call him or visit him or whatever over the course of the All-Star break. Put an arm around and be like, listen, we get it. There's been a lot of shit. No one's blaming you. We still believe in you. Like, yes, the NBA is a business. This thing almost happened this last summer. Nobody could predict the future. You're a Nick right now, and we were happy. Like, something. I, I can't do this, but like, you get like someone needs to do that. I think this is why Derek Rose and Evan Fournier are still here. There are some veterans on this team that aren't playing that are meant to be in charge of this. You How know? about the front off, or the coaching staff? Front off, yeah, like, those people. But you can admit there's a difference in. Like you're, there's players that are also yeah. part of that, you know, that yeah. it means more when it's like, Hey, I've been through this. Now I'm sure there's going to be someone on the coaching staff that could stay. Like I've also been through this, but when they're literally in the trenches with you in the same uniform, that's part of it too. But you're right. The, the way they navigate this as some minutes are going to start to not disappear, but be cut a little bit. It'll show like, this is better for the team. Like you, you will be part of more important games than you would have been if we do this instead. And we'll see, we'll see how that tests out over the next couple of weeks. Yes. You know? And and it's important because right now, if I didn't know any better, I would say that RJ Barrett is playing like a guy who knows that the people that used to have his back no longer have his back. Can I be honest? Yes. Sure. His, his offense was awful tonight and there's some possessions in that first half. That were that were that were mind blowing. There's like multiple stretches in that second half with the second unit that I was like, okay, I, I'm noticing RJ getting in front of his man, like helping, uh, like well on the defensive end. I didn't he, think he was as bad in the, at least in the second half as everybody was saying. He just, you know, he played 24 minutes. He is now no longer the going to be leaned on as much as he used to be. At least I don't think. I. Yes, there is still an inconsistency on the defensive end. That is with the the down the bad the down is is down. Mm-hmm. 
You 100%. know, I was I'm thinking of a play where can't they it was a I think it was an out of timeout play. Um, or was it certainly after a stoppage, but like Cam uh Johnson came around my I think I don't know if it was a, a one screen or it was a double screen, but like RJ RJ got taken completely out of the play. Mm-hmm. Totally we, completely taken out of the play. We said he he literally got knocked out of the play. Like he you, oh, so you remember the play? Yeah. We remember the play on the screen. You were like, "Oh, where did RJ go?" Like he just stopped. Yeah, yeah and, and like, like he and literally then the, hit a brick wall. Yeah, and then those moments where, like, he ends up fouling, and, and it's just like you could see it coming. You know, where it's like it. it I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Hundred percent wasn't all bad on the defensive end. Some very good moments on the defensive end, but at the same time, we have to sit here and acknowledge that, like. Teams are hunting him, mm-hmm. which is wild to say, but it, it just, it, you know. So what if I said that the addition of Josh Hart, which is why I think those minutes were the ones that stood out and you know how like good defense can be contagious and seeing how active yep. he can. Yep. I think that's, that's where I'm really excited for those second unit minutes with Hart and with RJ together, along with quickly. And those are your perimeter defenders, you know? Even Obi like was able to make a couple defensive stops in that stretch that extended the lead from like eight or nine to closer to the twenty. You know, for sure. Yep. Yeah, Good I call. need to stay on for the next two super chats. I love it, Dan Hidalgo. We're Brooklyn Nets. Where? I don't know. I they, mean, I'm here now, but uh, we here? No, but they 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 gone. <laughs> I hear. In I hear. Yes, you hear in Brooklyn. I uh, hear. We Brooklyn. hear New York Knicks. They they gone. That that's yeah. their hashtag. Hashtag they gone. Like that's a good hashtag. Mm-hmm. Keith with another. Here. Keith, thank you so much for the generous contributions tonight. Also, the city is under new management. Owning the Nets again is a great feeling. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. I'm excited for this to be a real rivalry again because, like, I hate to do this. But for being honest, it wasn't a rivalry the last three years. <laughs> like they had Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and occasionally James Harden. We did not, and um, you know, and now it's a rivalry. I think these. I I hope we're better now than them. I think we're better than them. It's the talent's no longer tilted as much as it used to be. You know, but again, I I don't want to get out of myself. Watch, wait, wait till the next guy comes on the trade market, and that's. That more than anything is the biggest difference now than 2019. And that, if that's like what I was talking to, to both Evan and both to Mike about, the reason that that was that meant something. The Nets do matter now. They, oh, they, they, they for what forever it was. And I, I think I said this yesterday to Mike that it was always no one's ever chosen New York. Everybody's like, like, like the Knicks have either never been competent enough or when the free agents have wanted to go somewhere, they've chosen Miami, they've chosen the Lakers, they've chosen someplace else. 2019 was the first time someone chose New York and chose them. And, and now that is in play the next time the guy becomes available. You know? And I was happy you brought it back to 2010 because that was an important... That's when... That's when it started, when it was like, because New York had never had a chance to sign marquee free agents ever. Nope. And then the first chance they really had in 2010, it was like they chose Miami. And that took a while to get over, where it's like someone had a chance to come to New York and they said no. And the then reporting we had from that. Hold on. The reporting from that is even worse because they 
Their first oh, choice appears to I, have been New York. And well, they took look one one look under the hood and we're like, oh, the, they're not built for for what we're trying to do here. You know? Yes. That's a direct quote from Dwayne Wade, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So then <laughs> nine years later, though, to then get to come full circle and be like, they were dead set on coming to New York and it just, yeah, anyway, whatever. We don't mm-hmm. have to talk about that. Yes. Hopefully we've turned the corner. I, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to jump down and get you, get your super chat rolling. Okay. Yeah. Let's get it rolling here. Thanks, Keith. Juanon. What's going on, Juanon? I hope my girl loves me as much. Tibbs and Jalen love having Josh Hart in a Nick uniform. Again, if you're complaining after tonight, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Net streak over. I feel much better now. Um, Since you brought up, I hope my girl loves me as much as that. Uh, this is a very special day. There's 33 minutes, so I'm, I don't think we're going to be off by midnight. So I'll be a little late. But I got to go give my wife a big kiss after this is over. Because 10 years ago today, we had our first kiss. Um, so this is a big, big uh, day in the Macri household. And uh, yeah, I hope my wife loves me as much as Tibbs and Jalen love having Josh Hart on the Nick uniform as well. So good comment, you and I. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool65 and use code FilmSchool65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool65 and code FilmSchool65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Dylan Chop Charles, what's going on, man? Um, Thank you for, again, very generous contribution and I know what's coming. I can't wait to read it. Yo, J-Mac, I'm back like scoliosis. Wow, that's good. On tonight's Forgotten Play with 238 left in the third, Brunson strips Cam Thomas. Yes, he did. Wanted to make sure we shed light on the big defensive play at the time. Fun, fun win. If I recall correctly, he stripped um, Cam Thomas, but they I don't believe they scored on the next possession. I, I still think that was a big play because like, Late third quarter in this game, the momentum was still very... You really, 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 really felt like this game could go in either direction. Um, or at least that I, I felt that at the time. Yeah. So on the... So the... it was tie, That's right. It was tie game. There you go. So it was tie game. The Nets had just tied it up. Brunson stripped Cam Thomas. Quickly came down and missed the three attempt. But... Randall stole the McCall Bridges pass on the next possession after that. Good job by Julius Randall. And then Brunson comes down and makes a two-point shot to give the Knicks an 82-80 lead. 
I don't think the Knicks ever relinquished the lead after that. Um, I'm going to double check right now. Yeah, they maintained the lead for the rest of the game. So really, good job by you, um, Dylan Chop Charles, because that defensive play, you could argue that was the moment that like preserved the tie game and the Knicks would never relinquish the lead again. Good job. Good stuff. Appreciate that. Janky AF. Tonight, I said no diapers. If they lose, I'm just going to do... I'm going to do duty in my pants. What is happening? <laughs> I can't express how good this win feels. Thanks for being there with us, KFS. In just in terms of the vibes, because of Brunson, because of Hart, because it's the Nets, because we've survived the Mitch injury, because we're like two days from the All-Star break, where like, again, I, I, I want to really say like almost regardless of what happens in Atlanta, but I, I'm getting greedy now and I want the win. Like for all of these reasons that we get to have a week where we're just like feeling so good about this team. This is up there for best vibes of the year. Really is. It's up there. Feels good. Feels really good. Trying to, I'll, I'll think about what... Eight game win streak was nice. That was up there too. Hush Zoo, what's going on, Hush? Extend hashtag uh, number three ASAP. He comes in. We beat the Nets Simmons streak. Yep, I'm completely sold. Julius, uh, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, Hart, Emmanuel Quickly seems like the core going forward. Um, man, it's wild, wild how quickly things turn. Um, I think. Emmanuel quickly. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. Here, you want to know how this team is a championship team? Very simple. Super simple. Emmanuel quickly and Josh Hart are the sixth and seventh men on this team. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle stay here. Mitchell Robinson is still here. Um, keep Quentin Grimes in the starting lineup. He's still here. And then you get a, a big wing, alpha dog wing, to play alongside or in between Grimes and Randall. Again, I, I keep bringing up Paul George because if the Clippers season goes belly up, that dude would look awfully good here in a Nick uniform. Doesn't have to be him. You know, um, there are other wings. That's a nice thing. It's like you could plop a whole bunch of different wings in there. Or if it ends up being a big guy, Mitch, it was lovely, but maybe maybe it's a big dude. Um, I don't want Carl Anthony Towns. I want the dude in Philly. But like, you could see it, right? You could see it. You could see them being one piece away. It's not hard to visualize anymore. It's actually pretty easy to visualize now. But yeah, those are all core guys, I think. Danny K, I am so happy. Hashtag enjoy the wins. I'm loving this season. I'm loving this season. This team is good. This team is legitimately good. Andrew just read off the stats before. They are top 10 in net rating. I, I still, it's unfathomable to me that they are the sixth best offense in the league, better than Philly. 33 and 27. 32 and 27, excuse me. Jessica, what's going on, Jessica? Jessica Elsner. A W when Julius had a rough one is good news. Ben Simmons loses to the New York Knicks. Josh Hart and J uh, Jalen Brunson are they love the grammar. 
Hashtag groove is in the heart. Hashtag total eclipse of the heart. Hashtag heart attack. Let's go, Knicks. Um, I'm thinking of the... Uh, was it like a Demi Lovato song? Something about a heart attack? Recently? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not one... I'm not the pop music connoisseur that I used to be. Uh, love grooves in the heart. Love total eclipse of the heart. Total eclipse of the heart would be my preference of those two. Um, as far as a good win when Julius Randle has a rough game, uh, the Knicks tonight beat the Nets. They shot 55% overall and 44% from deep. But those numbers are pretty skewed because Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson had outstanding games. Not only did Randall, was Randall off, he was 7-17 and 1-6 of six from deep. RJ was 2-8. of eight. 0 of 3 from deep. Obi was 1 of 4. 0 of 2 from deep. Um, yeah, so like you got some iffy shooting performances from a couple of significant contributors. Um, and they were slid it because they got some guys who were really good. Thanks, Jessica. Appreciate it as always. Uh, Fargo Tufo. Alex, what's going on, my man? Hello from the land of enchantment. What excites me most about the Josh Hart trade is that we added a guy whose name Clyde can pronounce. <laughs> Let's fucking go next. How could you screw up Josh Hart? Josh Hart. Uh, you can't really screw it up, right? Pretty easy. Pretty easy. Uh, Hush it with another one. FM New Jersey Nets. I've been pretty down this season, but beating that team just feels so good. Anyone in the buyout market we should bring in. Can we stop being down on this season again? Let's be excited. This team is good. They're fun. They have real good players and exciting role players. It's a lot of good stuff going on. Anyway, anyone in the buyout market we should bring in? I, I've been asked this question by a few people. I don't like, I see them not after, like I saw a report earlier tonight that like LaMarcus Aldridge was, Aldridge was working out for, I think the Mavs. You know, there's different like veterans like Terrence Ross we saw bought out and like Reggie Jackson we saw bought out and we, you know, John Wall we saw bought out and Danny Green we saw bought out. Like all of these guys are going to want to play rotation minutes. That's why Danny Green went to Cleveland, which I think is a nice job, a nice pickup for them and a nice job by him because he's going to actually go there and play, I think, probably. He'll help them. The Knicks right now, I don't see. I don't see where the spot like it is. It is obvious that they want to stick with the nightmare rotation, and I think they should stick with the nightmare rotation. I think the nightmare rotation is sensible. I think it makes it's good for them. It's how they. It's a good way for them to function. So, if you got Emmanuel quickly, Josh Hart, Obi Toppin, and Isaiah Hardenstein after Mitch comes back, coming off the bench, like. Where is your buyout guy playing in the rotation? Like your notable buyout guy. You want to go sign someone to take Obi Toppin's minutes? I'm not doing that. Go find a Ryan Archidiacono type, if anything. Good practice player, whatever. Or more likely, go take a flyer on a young kid. You know, go find or go, you know, utilize it like they utilized it with. Um... Oh, my God, I'm forgetting his name. The guard, the guard, European guard who we were all excited about when they signed him a couple of years ago and he never made any sort of an impact here. Luca 
Vildoza. Thank you, Luca Vildoza. I had a news like multiple newsletters dedicated to mm-hmm. Luca. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Dave Zenon, uh, one of the more well-known traders here in uh, Nick's land. Um, and he's a buddy. And I was DMing him when they signed Vildoza. And he's like, yeah, just wait till he comes over here. He's the point guard, not Alfred Payton. And lo and behold, <laughs> neither, neither were the point guard. I mean, I I guess no, I, Jer- I, Jeremy should be on for this because like, here's the thing. They can't give whoever it is a lot of money. Mm. So like the notion that they're going to use the money and it's also there's like a might be a restriction on years, which I'm not as good at as Jeremy, but like they're not going to bring like Rokas over here for right. this spot. Like, right. You know, well, to be clear, Z was not predicting Luca to be Luca, you know, like Luca with a K. He's I mean, you want to give someone credit for Obi's jump shot. That's where you go to Z for that. Um, I just like we all were very excited about Vildoza when they first signed him. And then lo and behold, that didn't matter. You know, no. so uh, D Black, what's going on, D Black? Hey, GMAC. Confucius says, Man who turned back on copyright shall soon face the music. Seriously, love the new intro as much as I love the newest Nick. Thank you. And thank you to everybody that has um, Jessica apparently made a thing that I haven't checked out yet. A lot of people with music uh, backgrounds have reached out to me. I appreciate the response to the not completely serious uh, casting call uh, that I put out on the pod yesterday. I look forward to sorting through them and seeing if anything is good for our show. Much appreciated. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you, D Black. Appreciate it. Parrish Duggar, glad we won. Hate how some guys are playing so bad. It's never going to be perfect. Everybody's not always going to be playing well. It's just... You know when it's rough, it's like Shooting slumps are one thing. You could live with shooting slumps, right? But I think what is disheartening right now is to see the way RJ Barrett is playing and like the fact that uh, again, I'm not I'm I'm I am i am not blaming him for this because of all the reasons that we've talked about, but to see how he's not always able to have a positive impact, although again credit to Andrew for pointing out he did have some nice moments on the defensive end tonight but like you know it's like again face your franchise not long ago and now we're here that's what makes that part of it tough and then the OB thing it's just like this is a guy who played with such joy um, and brought so much joy like he was like if you ask most Knicks fans like what was your favorite thing about last season I think a lot of a lot of people might have said Obi Toppin and to see that kind of evaporate in a way that, again, not blaming him, um, is 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 tough. Nice to add alley oop from quickly. That was cool. Um, start the fourth quarter there. Uh, yeah. So like, I agree with you. It 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 it's annoying, um, but it's hopefully not permanent. Tomorrow's a new day. Matt Smith, what's going on, Matt? Thank you again. Wednesday night is going to have a big game feel for me. Chance to go up three and a half in the standings on the Hawks. (coughs) Excuse me. Collins missed tonight. I hope that continues versus us. Yeah, I'm I am. I am not ready to bury the Hawks just yet. I think the Hawks are a team that has gone through a lot of turmoil this year. I 
would certainly bet on the Knicks finishing out of the Hawks as if I had to bet right now. But is it a big game? I mean, I guess the thing that has changed is... So if you look at this team since Mitch went down, which again, we had a very particular mentality. Like we looked at the schedule after Mitch went down and I, me, I'm the problem. It's me was like, oh my God, we're not going to win any games into the all-star break. And the first two games, it looked like we weren't going to win any games into the all-star break because we got killed. Speak of the devil at Atlanta and at Toronto. Since then, again, without Mitchell Robinson, beat Boston in Boston. Or excuse me, beat Cleveland at home, beat Boston in Boston, lost the tight one um, in Brooklyn, in which Kyrie Irving went completely insane in the fourth quarter. Um, lost the tight one to the Lakers that we should have won on the last play of regulation. Could have won on the last play in regulation. Okay, beat Miami, good win at home. Should have beat the Clippers again. Regular end of regulation that shot goes up. That that should they should have beat that game. Beat Philly in New York. Okay. Beat Orlando in Orlando. Okay. Lost at Philly. Tough game, but played pretty well for most of that game. And then beat Utah. Great great win. And now beat Brooklyn. So that's seven and four. They're seven and four since those last. Since those first two losses, and if you want to throw the Washington game in there, when they really, I didn't feel like we're all that comp- like they were a little competitive down the stretch, but like that was a bad game. So if you take out the again, I'm counting the Washington game where Mitch played nine minutes. If you take out those first three games, there's seven and four since those three games without Mitch. You might be right. It might not be so nuts to be like, hey, let's go down to Atlanta and win the fucking game against a team that we're better than even without Mitchell Robinson. Not crazy. Thanks, Matt. Chris Carter. What's going on, Chris? I would like RJ Barrett to be good at basketball again. I'm an RJ guy, but most of Hart's minutes should come from RJ until he gets his act together. Um, I would like RJ to to be RJ again. Like, again, I don't know that he's ever put it all together, but we know when he's going right in a way that works for him and that works for his team for the most part. Um, it's going to continue to be a challenge for how he can make that work with you know, Brunson and Randall, a trio that has not really worked this year and a duo. If you just want to talk about Randall, that I don't think has ever worked great. Um, I just want to see him get back to being consistently being the guy we know he could be that could impact winning. And he's done it this year at times. Just hasn't been consistent. Thanks, Chris. Connor, October. Play in, I hope, now. Round one win. Listen, just one step at a time. Get in the playoffs. (laughs) Preferably succeed. If you get the, I mean, if you get up to the fifth seed, my God, wonderful. Get to the fifth, get to the sixth seed, get in the playoffs. 
Fountain of who? I'd run through a brick wall for Josh Hart. Josh Hart would run through a brick wall for you. I think that's the most important part. CD. Yeah. Thank you for all the content. Thank you for coming and supporting us and watching the content and listening to the content. Thank you for everybody. Appreciate you. All of you. Hope you've enjoyed our festivities tonight. It's been a fun one. Perry G. Wow. Okay. Brunson is a top 25 player. And who said Hart can't shoot? Again, not me. I was the one citing his career-long three-point percentage and saying the the Hart is a non-shooter. Again, there's there's guys who are not good shooters, and then there's guys who are non-shooters. Hart is not a non-shooter. He's not a good shooter, but he's not a non-shooter. As for Jalen Brunson being a top 25 player in the National Basketball Association, man, do I really want to try to do this right now? Uh, GMAC, you want to come on here for a sec? Sure. Want to keep count? Um, sure. Go ahead. Off to, again, just going down the standings. Mm-hmm. Tatum, Jalen Brown, Giannis. I'll move on from Milwaukee. Uh, Philly. Two. Embiid. Okay, just one. I am not prepared to say that James Harden is a better player than Jalen Brown right now. I'm not even saying you have to. I just would assume to. But we're if you want to wanna, you wanna wait, that's fine. Yeah, we're up to four. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell. Yes. Uh, Although, stop. did just do the same thing. Who was hunting who down the stretch? Who put up 41 points in a playoff game against who last year in the playoffs? Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Okay, I just move on. Okay. Um, I'll. I'm. I'm not prepared to say Garland right now. Gar, Garland probably does, should get the edge, as maybe should Drew Holiday, as should maybe James Harden. I'm leaving all the arguable ones to the side. <laughs> so we're up to five now, correct? Yes. Jimmy Butler, Bam and Bio, and Bam. Yep. Uh, fuck Trey Young. <laughs> Is that what? Uh, hold on. Love you would it. take Trey. You would take Brunson over Trey. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Proud of you. Okay. Yeah, I would. JD from Dick's Fan TV. He messaged me the same thing. He that's his big tweet tonight, and he wondered if you thought the same. And I was like, I think he'd lean Trey. He had him on his All Star team. No, 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 no. Nah, you. All right, Jalen Brunson. Look at you. Um, the Beal like the injury thing. That's not even the wizard I was thinking of. <laughs> So move on from the Wizards. Uh, Pascal. Yes. Yes. DeRozan. Yes. I don't know about that. I mean, this season, maybe not, but hasn't DeRozan done it long enough? No? Okay. No, no, no. no, DeRozan's not on this list. Halliburton. If you're not putting DeRozan ahead of him, you're not putting Halliburton ahead of him. Right now, who's a better player? Tyrese Halliburton or Jalen Brunson? Jalen Brunson. Okay. How many we got so far from the East? That is nine. Okay. Let's keep it going. Nikola Jokic. John Morant. Whoa. You want to have to talk about Jokic versus Brunson? (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, Demonis Sabonis is is having an insane year. Um, Fox is an interesting conversation. 
According to the NBA, one is better than the other. Fox is having an outstanding, outstanding year. I agree. I, um, all right, let's move. Let's move, leave Fox off for now. Mm-hmm. Um, Devin Booker, B- Booker, Luca, Kevin Durant. Oh, I forgot Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> um, they both have to go on Kawhi, Paul George. Kyrie? Uh, no, not uh, Kyrie. Okay, fuck him. I I think we're doing basketball analysis right now. On the court, you don't think Kyrie Irving is better than Jalen Brunson? How do you even have that discussion? One guy is a cultural touchstone that every team in the league would be like, get that guy in my locker room. And the other guy is a guy who 29 teams are probably like, get me the hell away. That has to factor in. I it okay. has to. Then then why are we not counting injuries into part of this too? Like we can. I'm about to get to the Pelicans. Okay. Um shit. I mean <laughs> I don't know who it, 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 like what I, how what do I do with Zion? That um Look, I personally have Kyrie and Zion over JB just on court wise, but the full, if, if you're saying the best, avail, uh, best ability is availability and you're factoring that in, then yes, I would say Jalen Brunson over both. Ingram? Uh, Ingram, I would have over him. Fine. Put Ingram. Although the availability thing is part of that conversation too. Ingram was really good. Um, he hasn't been injury prone. I know he had an injury issue this year. Whatever. Ingram's at least you could probably debate it. Anthony Edwards is in. Um, Curry, yes. Yes. Shea, yes. Dame, yes. LeBron, yes. Anthony Davis, yes. So we have taken out all of the arguables. And how many are we up to? 24. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. So there's an argument that Jalen Brunson is a top 25 player. I love it. Okay. That was a fun exercise. Thank you, Perry G. Appreciate and that, al- man. And also, I got to go back one more. Thank you to CD for... Can I can I get another year out of you? Year? There you go. Should I do it right? Yeah, totally. Bumbleclot. Bumbleclot. 